Lord Jesus, it's so good to know the Master. Lord, to know that you're able even now to calm the raging seas. Lord, our hearts, things that get stirred up in these moments, Lord, that you can just bring a calmness and assuredness, Lord, that your promises are ever true and they're not, Lord, one, one bit diminished, Lord, but even today are shining brighter than they ever have. Lord God, we're just so thankful, Father, for the opportunity we have to serve you and to give you glory and give you honor. Lord Jesus, looking forward to the time, Lord, we can return back together and Lord, to worship you and to give you glory and give you praise that you deserve, Father. For truly we love you, Lord, and we thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing, Lord. We just we just praise you and thank you. In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Amen. Let's turn to John chapter 14. Amen. John chapter 14 and verse 1. I'm going to be going through quite a bit of scripture, so you don't have to keep up with me tonight. John chapter 14 and verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Oh, what a wonderful time that'll be. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Also on down to verse 25, and he says, These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. But let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. We can let you be seated. I'd just like to speak on this, on don't fear. Don't fear. I was looking at these words of troubled and afraid to, in this scripture reading. And this trouble means to agitate or to cause an inward commotion. To take away the calmness of mind or to disturb your equanimity. To disquiet, to make restless, to stir up, to trouble to strike one's spirit with fear and dread, to render one anxious or distressed, to perplex the mind of one by suggesting scruples or doubt. And also afraid, be not afraid, he says also to be timid or fearful. Now we know fear at one time, there was a time that fear did not exist. There was a time that the word fear did not exist. It was not in the vocabulary of man or in the thoughts of man. And I believe we're going back to a time where that fear once again won't exist. But we're in a time that's, uh, in the world that whether it's a good time or, a, or having a good time or bad time, fear exists in certain things, in certain realms, and, and certain degrees. There's always been fear since the time has started here on the earth and, and, and time has been kept here on the earth. And, and there's very many different kind of fears. There's, there's very many different degrees of fear. And, and, but it's a spirit that comes in and tries to attach to a, maybe a hurt or, a, or, or, or some event or something that took place in a person's life. And, and a spirit tries to attach there and it causes them to be afraid and to be some, some to be almost incapacitated by the fear or the, the incapable of even moving or incapable of operating in a normal way because of fear. Now, there's many different recorded fears. There's many different, we'll go through these very quickly because uh, uh, there's a, some of them are very humorous, but they've been recorded and actually treated as a fear that people have have ta have, have partook of or have in their lives. And, and it goes there's there's fear of darkness, there's fear of heights, there's fear of flying, there's fear of pain, there's fear of open spaces, there's fear of needles and pointed objects, there's fear of riding in a car, there's fear of men, there's fear of choking, there's fear of flowers, there's my goodness, there's fear of people or society. There's fear of being touched. 
There's fear of peanut butter. There's fear of spiders. There's fear of numbers. There's fear of thunder and lightning. There's fear of disorder and untidiness. There's fear of imperfection. There's fear of failure. There's fear of human-like figures. Can you imagine that? There's fear of being alone. There's fear of bacteria. There's fear of gravity. There's fear of stairs or steep slopes. There's fear of amphibians, there's fear of books, there's fear of plants, there's fear of uh, of ugliness, yeah, there is fear of being uh, ridiculous or ridiculed, there's fear of mirrors, there's fear of snow, there's fear of colors, there's fear of clocks, there's fear of time, there's fear of confined spaces, there's fear of clowns, there's fear of computers, there's fear of dogs, and that's just down to this number to see in the alphabetical order, and and on down to fear of home, there's fear of cats, there's fear of insects, there's fear of teenagers <laughs> there's fear of horses there's fear of marriage there's fear of knees there's there's fear of speaking in public there's fear of women i'm sure there's fear of men there's fear of touch there's fear of sun there's fear of blood so satan has found all kind of ways to attach himself to whatever kind of fear that is out there or what i mean there's there's no doubt a fear of a pew the a fear of organs a fear of a piano a fear of all there's all kinds of fear and satan is there to try to anoint those things and to cause you to become incapacitate or to a place of immobile or the inability to think properly or to operate properly and so properly so he's always trying to attack with fear and and, and brother Brandon would speak of fear many times and he would he would go down through uh, uh, the things that he said the worst thing the worst thing the devil can put upon you is fear and, and then like, like I said, we go on down to V and through Z. <laughs> there's fear of beautiful women. There's fear of germs. There's fear of witches. There's fear of strangers. And there's fear of animals. There's all kinds of fear that have been labeled or have been treated. There's actually one in here. I don't know how somebody gets treated for this because it's a fear of doctors. But anyway, there's all kinds of fear. But the worst thing the devil can put on you is fear. And in this time that we're living in, and especially when we get along and we're in our, our long time right now and our social distancing as they put it new words that we're learning in this age that we're living in uh, he, he comes in those times and really attacks our mind he, he tries to suggest things and it seems like that in the time that we're living in sickness is everywhere uh, coronavirus is everywhere cancer is everywhere every kind of spirit uh, darkness is everywhere but don't forget the promises of God are still the say. Don't forget that his healing is still here. There's just there's still just as much healing if not more taking place now than there ever was. Amen. Just because all you hear is the bad news don't mean there's not good news. There is good news because God is still on the throne. He's still moving in hearts of his of his brothers and sisters of his children. He's still moving in ways that seems unfathomable and unbelievable. He's still miracle worker. He's still the maker it don't matter what he's what the things are saying or what's going on around us he is still God and if he's still God he's got the answer for every one of these fears that they can list amen and so I believe tonight that no matter what takes place he is our refuge and when we come to him, we can let off the pressure. Amen. Brother Brown speaks about that and letting off the pressure you we can quit worrying about it. You know, you can worry about, well, if I die, what's going to happen? What, what does it matter? You're not living no more as far as here on the earth. But, amen, Satan wants you to get fearful about that. Or what happened to my wife? Or what happened to the husband? Or what happened to the children? Just come to Jesus Christ and let off the pressure. Amen. I'm asking you tonight to just let off the pressure. Just let it all go for a moment. Forget about the newscast. Forget about what's going on around us for a moment. And just remember Jesus Christ is still here among us. Amen. You can turn this down just a little bit up here. He's still among us. He, he's still moving. He's still healing. He's still delivering. Amen. We may not be, we may not be hearing the testimonies as we have been or, or seeing it happen as we have been. And it seems like on every side 
God, there's more bad news than there's ever been. There's more things going on than there's ever been. Amen. It just seems so much worse in our minds. And, and Satan is trying to attach himself to thoughts, to doubts, to, to bring you to a, a place where you can't find calmness. You can't find a place. Amen. But there is a place, and that's Jesus Christ. There is a place that you can stand on, and that is his word. Amen. You know, no matter if somebody, you know, would give you money or a million dollars, it would still build up a pressure. How am I going to hold this? What am I going to do to this? What am I, you know, you could join a church and there still be pressures. Am I right? Am I wrong? This one says it's right. That one says it's wrong. Everything's building up pressure. It, man, but if you ever come to Jesus Christ, you can let off the pressure. Because when you get there, everything just settles down. Hallelujah. It's God's provided place of safety where God said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Amen. And that tower is not run out of strength. That tower is not crumbled. That tower is not defeated. It's still standing today as it ever was. And the righteous can run into it and be saved. In the time of sickness, when the doctor says there's nothing I can do about it, don't build pressure up. Let off the pressure. He says, call your pastor. Ask him to pray for you. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Let off the pressure. He is our refuge. Hallelujah. While you're in this, he is our refuge. While you're going through the storm, he is a refuge. While you're having sickness in your home, he is a refuge. He's still a healer. In sickness, don't build up pressure. Let off pressure. Because in sickness, healing can come. Hallelujah. Amen. Let him come and move in your heart. You say, well, I wonder. But don't wonder about it. Just let off the pressure. Commit your case to God and go on as if it was all over with. Don't build off pressure. Well, I'm so worried. Don't do that. Let off the pressure. In the city of refuge, they could take a break. They could let it all go. They could forget about it. He, in this city of refuge, he has taken your, your worry. He has taken your cares because he careth for you. Hallelujah. It's wonderful to be reminded in the time that we're living in. We have a God who cares for us. We have a blood that has been shed. And that blood has not lost one ounce of power. But it still can cure every disease. It still can, amen, move in ways and in, in ways that we can't understand and don't know. So don't worry about your cares. That's his business. Hallelujah. He's in the business of worrying for you. He's taking your worries. He's taking your stress. He's taking it all. Amen. You know, Abraham, what if he would have gotten his moment of distress and begin to worry and begin to fret? How's this going to be? How, how, how's this all going to come to pass? How, how in the world am I going to become what he said I was? The father, the father of nations, the father of many. How is, and, and you know, in his mind begin to get all, would begin to get all stirred up until it once, once you get in that place or in that position, you lose confidence in what God said. Amen. Don't ever lose confidence in what he said. Because he said, if, I, if it were not so, I would have told you. So he said right there, I, would have, I can't lie. I can't tell you. Not, I cannot tell you nothing but the truth. So I go. don't let your heart be troubled. I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. Amen. He said, now I've told you this in my, in your, while I'm here, but there's coming another one. There's coming a comforter, the Holy Ghost. And he's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. Amen. Listen, just because the coronavirus is here don't mean the Holy Spirit has lost his ability to guide us. He's still guiding us. He's still moving. He's still in our homes. He's still in our houses. Amen. He's still moving on our behalf. Amen. He's still in our times of need and our times of struggle. He hasn't lost his abilities. Hallelujah. I don't care how dark it is. He'll still make a way through it. I don't care how impossible it seems. He'll still make a way through it. He will not leave us or lose us. He will take us all the way. So Abraham had confidence. So that's what the devil is trying to do in your moments, in these moments of crisis. He's trying to make you worry and then worry. And he's trying to anoint that to where you lose confidence in what the Holy Spirit is doing. And we're not to lose confidence in this time. We're to hold on. 
Amen. Just keep on holding on. Abraham was 99 years old and all the time he never wavered. He believed God's word. He called those things that were not as though they were because God said so. He believed that baby would come and he held on to the promise. What a man. I want to be that kind of man. Abraham, who against hope, Sarah's womb was dead. He was sterile. His body was dead. The Bible said it was. And his body was as good as dead. And Sarah's womb was dead. She was now nearly 40 years past menopause. Amen. But still, Abraham believed it, that she would have a baby because God said so. Hallelujah. I don't care how long we go in this. I don't care how long time goes on. God said there's going to be a rapture. God said there's going to be a body change. God said there's going to be a people who are alive and remain. God said there's going to be an overcomer in this age. God said this. It doesn't matter what goes on or how dead it seems or how impossible it seems. God said so and he wouldn't have said it if it wasn't so. Hallelujah. And so we got to hold on to it no matter what. The creeds cover it up, word, but the word laid there. It still had to come to pass. That word was laying right there in Abraham's heart. No matter how many says the days of this are gone and the days of that is gone. As long as the word is laying there, it's creative. It's a germatized word. God is the word and the life of God is in the word. Notice that now when the word drops into the life of God, something takes place. It has to come to pass hallelujah and I want to tell the devil he's too late there's already a people here on this earth that the word of God has dropped into their hearts it's too late amen something's going to take place and when he appeared to him in the name of almighty God God has seven compound redemptive names and we know that but he came in El Shaddai or El Shaddai in Hebrew that El means a strong one As we've been speaking on, the Lord is a man of war. He's not a weak man of war. He's a strong man of war. I've seen him come into many battles and I've never seen him lose. I've seen him come against every kind of sickness. I've seen him come against every kind of depression. I've seen him come in the middle of a, hey, I mean, just somebody this, this week testified, I mean, me, testified to me, and I, I didn't really even remember it at the moment, but testified to me being in North Carolina, and he came up for prayer, had leukemia, and God healed him. Amen. Listen, God's still the healer. God's still the deliverer. Amen. He's the strong one. This Holy Ghost is a strong one. He's stronger than any disease. He's stronger than any problem you're facing. He's stronger than any temptation. He is a strong one. And El Shaddai, Shaddai, Shad means breast or like a woman's breast. Shad is singular, Shaddai is plural. Amen, what a sweet consolation to an old man, a hundred years old, holding the word of God in his heart to hear the voice of God say, I'm El Shaddai, I'm the breasted God. You just come to me and I will give you strength. I will give you strength to fulfill the promise. You can't do it, Abraham, but I got the power for you to do it. You can't produce it, but I got the power that'll produce it. Come on, little bride. We can't produce a body change in our own abilities. We can't produce healing in our own abilities. But you come to the promise and you latch on to it. That promise will produce what it said it would do. Hallelujah. What, what, what does a mother do with her little child when he's sick? And fret him. She picks him up and she brings him to her, to her bosom. And he nurses the mother's strength right into his own body. Amen. Not only is he satisfied, he's quietened. Maybe he was fearful. Maybe it was a fear that came over him. Well, ah, where am I going to get my next meal? Or, oh, ah, I'm tired. I'm hungry. Amen. Something began to disturb him. And he's disturbed and he's tore up and he's worried. But all of a sudden, these hands from above reach down and they pick him up and they bring him close to him. Maybe it's just in these moments that God is trying to just bring you close to him. Get you all alone for a moment to realize our strength does not depend on numbers. Our strength does not depend on a building. Our strength does not depend on, on, a, on a structure somewhere on a highway. Our strength is de- dependent upon this word of God. 
That's where we draw our strength from. Amen. Maybe in this moment, he can bring you into his arms and lift you up out of your worries and your fretting and your fearing and your complexing and all the things that's going on and bring you to a moment. And he begins to nurse and his baby draws strength from his mother into his body. He's rejuvenating himself. Oh my. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't believe that we're going to be getting weaker from these things. Not if you've been attached to the right thing. Amen. If you've been attached to the wrong things and been feeding on the wrong things, you're going to get weaker and you're going to get weaker and you're going to get weaker. But if you've been feeding upon this word, you're not going to do nothing but get stronger. Stronger is Abraham day by day. Amen. Feeding upon El Shaddai. Feeding upon the promises of God is mine. No doubt he had mind battles. I'm not saying you're not going to have mind battles, but what do you do? You bring every thought captive to the word of God. You bring it right back to the word and say, nope, that ain't the word. That's a thought somewhere else. That's some other idea got picked up somewhere else. You bring it right back to the Word. And when you do that day by day, you'll grow stronger and stronger and stronger. Amen. Well, I'm believing that when we come out of this thing, if it's God's will, we come out of this thing and it clears out or the rapture. I don't really, I actually prefer the rapture to take place. But if we go, if we come back to this, I'm not looking for a weaker church. I'm looking for a stronger church. Amen. I pray that you've been been growing stronger. Amen. Not your faith is not getting weaker. If it's getting weaker, you need to adjust your diet. Amen. If you're finding yourself more tore up and more distressed and more worried and more fretting, you need to adjust what you're feeding on and start feeding upon this word of God and let this be what you're guilty of being on. Amen. Maybe some of your iPads and your iPhones or whatever phone devices that has been notifying you of your nine and ten hours a day need to be adjusted and have more hours a day in this, this word right here. Amen. What an experience. Amen. To the seed of Abraham. He's still almighty God. He's still El Shaddai. We we can take a hold of any promise that he made in the Bible and his seed, his children. If you're sick, take a hold of the breast of the promise of the word that says by his stripes I'm healed. It satisfies you and you start drawing strength from it and you start taking one step one day, two steps the next day. Amen. Until you go into a well body. Amen. Latch yourself onto the promises of God. Hallelujah. It satisfies. We're drawing constantly. It's our strength from the strong one. Hallelujah. El, the strong one, the eternal one, drawing his life through the promise. What a feeling it gives to a person laying upon the bosom of El Shaddai, believing, knowing that we're nursing the power of Christ from his promise into us. When El Shaddai leaned and leaned Abraham on his bosom 25 years before the old man, 75 years old, his wife 65, but he never left it. He walked right on to the strange land amongst strange people who knew not God, but he constantly gave testimony and was strong in the faith, giving praise to God because he knew who he was drawing from. What a consolation for the believer to separate himself from all unbelief, all ungodly creeds, all ungodly doctrines, and look straight to Christ and take the word and hold on to that word until you see it manifested. No matter how long you got to wait, stay there. God promised it. He led you to it. Hold on. Stay there. Don't take it back. Stay right there. You're sure of it. You're staying there. You're not wavering. You're not turning loose. Amen. You're going to hold on until it happens hallelujah El Shaddai he said I'm El Shaddai Abraham I'm the strong one you're an old man you're 100 years old your strength is leaving you but I am your strength your hope is leaving you but I am your hope you're suffering tonight he said maybe you're suffering with cancer whatever it is you can't see where your strength comes from He said, can't you see where your strength come from? Not from a surgeon's knife, but from God's word. I am your portion. I am your strength. You draw from me. Not disregarding the surgeon. He does his part. That's up to him. But God is the healer. 
No surgeon, no doctor, no medicine ever heals. No, sir. They haven't got one yet, medicine yet, that'll heal. Not any doctor, would, any doctor should tell you that. They got AIDS, but God is the healer. Or AIDS the healing, but God is the healer. We might get a gash in our hand, but God has to heal it. They haven't got nothing that'll build the tissue. If they could, they could build a man. But God is the healer. You can set a bone, but God is the healer. I am the Lord God that heals all your diseases. And you can't make God's word lie. Woo, hallelujah. It'll come right back to the truth every time. But Abraham got this word and said, I'm El Shaddai. I'm your strength giver. Your wife, her womb is done, dried up. She's 40 years past menopause. Your body's good as dead. But don't forget who I am. I'm El Shaddai. He just, he just brought him Ishmael, you know. But he said, that's not him. He'll be, a, he'll be a great man. He'll beget many princes. But the one that I made the promise with is between you and Sarah. That's it. Abraham felt real good. He said, now, I want to tell you something, Abraham. I'm going to change your name. And he changed it from Abram to Abraham, from Sarah to Sarah, changed their names. Something took place. Amen. Hallelujah. We had a name change also. He said, I no longer call you church, I call you bride. Amen. It's something's going to take place. He could not give them a child as long as their name remained that. But here he came, the God coming on the scene, fulfilling his word right in the moment. Amen. I'm the breast of God. Draw your strength from me. Don't ever let it go. I'd say in these moments, this ain't the time to let go. This is the time to grab a hold. This is the time to hold harder than you ever held. This is the time to look straight into the promises. And as our brother saying, quit looking at the waters. Quit listening to the wind. Look at the word of God and live. Hallelujah. He's still the breast of God. New and Old Testament. Just draw your strength from it. Everything you have need of. A baby, he's helpless. He pulls his strength from his mother. That's the only way he can get it. That's the only way a believer can get strength is to pull it from the word of God. So if you find yourself weak tonight, adjust what you're drawing from. Amen. Not only is the little baby here represented when it's sick, it's fretting, the mother can bring her to herself and begin to draw strength from her. That's the way when a real child of God, no matter what the skeptic says or whatever it believes, if you truly believe Jesus can't lie, you're satisfied that it's revealed to you. You've got a promise. There's nothing going to stop it. On this rock I'll build my church. It's revealed word of truth while you're waiting, resting in faith. Take God's promise. I believe you. Lord, you promised to give me the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Listen, he didn't just promise it in a church. He didn't give no idea, give no regulation as far as I know where it had to be. He can be in your prayer closet, he can be in your homes, he can be here, he can be anywhere. As long as you can humble yourself, he said, I will give it to you. So if you ain't got to ask and believe, he's still giving the Holy Ghost. He's still moving among his people. Hallelujah. Real faith rests upon the solid rock of the promise of God's word. I found this today. When fear knocks on your door, send faith to answer it. Send faith to answer it. Amen, that just struck me today. I, too many times we go timidly to the door when fear comes knocking and come on in fear and we accept it. No, you send faith to the door. You send faith to the door and faith to kick fear out. Because fear don't belong where faith is. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe you need to say, Lord, increase my faith. Amen. Amen. The way that happens is start feeding on the right things. Hallelujah. I can't stress it enough. If you find yourself weak and you find yourself down and distressed and worried, it means you've been feeding on the wrong thing. Because he's the strong one. When you feed from this, you don't get weak. Hallelujah. When you feed from this, you don't go down. And you don't just despair and go into despair and despondency. No, you begin to rise up to claim the promises of God. Real faith holds on. So where do we find our strength? In the Old and New Testament. In the Word of God. What He promises, that's His Word. The Word produces it has to be a thought, then a word, then a word is manifest. That's where you draw strength from, by believing. Amen. Right. So let's go through some scriptures right quick. 
Where do we find strength? In the Lord our God. That's the only place to find strength. Amen. We don't have it in numbers. You know, some people's strength came from being in numbers. You know, a lot of numbers. Now we're and broke up in little families here and there because of the situation. But listen, that don't, that, don't, that don't determine his strength. His strength is still the same. Amen. You find your strength in the Lord our God. Psalms 46, 1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Oh, my. Oh, God, let these, let these words begin to build strength. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and it has, and the mountains fall in the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and the foam and the mountains quake with their surging. We will not fear. Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are saved. Nehemiah 8 says, Don't, Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Amen. Mercy, that's enough right there to not even fear, because he's with us. Amen. He's with us no matter where we're at. Whether we can gather here, or we can gather in our homes, or we can be on a gro in a grocery store, he's with us. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you and help you, and I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Exodus 15, 2 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He hath given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise him. Oh, hallelujah. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. In Psalms 9 says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. Oh, if you're oppressed tonight, come to this refuge. A stronghold in the times of trouble. 34 says, Psalm 34 said, These who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Isaiah 26 said, These of a steadfast mind, you'll keep in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. Oh, hallelujah. First Chronicles 16 says, Seek the Lord and his strength and seek his presence continually. Amen. I think we've been guilty of not doing that. We want his presence when we come to church on a Sunday and Wednesday, but I believe you ought to seek his presence continually. Amen. Psalms 32 says, You are my hiding place. Oh, hallelujah. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Yes. Hallelujah. Exodus 34 says, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Deuteronomy 31 says, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Deuteronomy 33 verse 27 says, the eternal God is your refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. Oh my. The bride in this day is covered by his feathers. Amen. Oh hallelujah. 34, 17 says when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. Are you crying for him tonight? Have you been talking to him more lately? Have you been expressing your heart? Have you been praying for the needs that's going on around us and the situation? Have you been, have you been calling upon him, the righteous cry for help? The Lord hears. Yes. Don't forget that. The Lord hears. We heard Sunday morning, amen, that there's a war going on. There, is a war. there might be days of this. Daniel stood for 20-something days, 21 days, I believe it was. Amen, but the angel of God was sent on the first day. Amen. He's coming to your house. He's coming to your need. He's coming to your situation. He's help us on the way. Don't give up. Don't give up. Amen. Help us on the way. Amen. He says the eternal God is our refuge. The righteous cry for help. And the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. Isaiah 30 says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. So don't worry. Don't fear. Find your strength in him. Yes. Don't, don't go to these places that's tearing down your strength. Sure, like I said the other day, you got to be informed, be informed, but don't, don't make that your diet. Yes. Don't allow it to be what you feed on all the time. And, well, every day you got to check it. And every day you got to be, you know, every day you got to see it. Every day you got to find where, let, just let it go. Let, let, find God. Let God be your refuge. 
It can be so easy to give in to worry and fear and despair. But within him, we can find strength and look forward to wonderful things. He gives us hope. Amen. That's what he said to Isaiah 43. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Hallelujah. I want you to understand if you're sick, you didn't be- never belong to cancer. You don't belong to the coronavirus. You don't belong to fear. You don't belong to depression. You belong to God. He redeemed you. And he called you by name. You are his. Therefore, when you pass through waters, I'll be with you. When you go through rivers, they won't overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you'll not be burned. And the flame will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God. I am the Holy One of Israel. Your Savior. And this is what he reminded us in Luke chapter 12. He said, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Hello. It can take hours away from your life, but it ain't going to add an hour to your life. Since you cannot do this very thing, why do you worry about the rest? The Father knows about it. That's why it's saying in Philippians 4, do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart or garrison a guard or put angels around you and guard your heart. Let not your heart be troubled. Psalms 34 said, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. You want deliverance from your fear? Seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. We know this is a rapture scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Hello, somebody. Put a name to it. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemy and my foe who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. The war break out against me. Even then, I will still be confident. No matter what goes on, I'm not going to lose my confidence in the word of God. Because he promised it, he will bring it to pass. Joshua 1, 9. He told Joshua in the time, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Psalms 145 verse 18 says, the Lord is near. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> the Lord is near to all who call on him. Yes. You say, well, I hadn't felt him. Well, it don't, that, that, that does not, that, I, didn't, I didn't read that here. It didn't say the Lord is near to all who feel him. It said the Lord is near to all who call on him. Yes. And to all who call on him in truth, he fulfills the desires of those that fear them, fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. Oh, hallelujah. And that's why he would say in 1 Peter 5, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Isaiah 12, verse 2, surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord. The Lord, he says it two times, the Lord, the Lord, Jehovah is my strength and my song and he is my salvation. So God gives us a spirit of strength and power, not a spirit of fear. That's what he said in 2 Timothy 1. He said, for God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind or self-discipline. Hello. Self-discipline. The ability to turn a website off. The ability to turn the bad news off and turn your eyes back to him. Amen. People are self-disciplined. You find them. They're self-disciplined to go to the gym. Close right now, but they're posting pictures of being out in their yard and doing all kinds of exercises. That's wonderful and great. They're disciplined. But let's also show self-discipline 
on what we're looking at. Amen. What we're looking at, what we're feeding on, what, where we're pulling from. Is it bringing fear or is it bringing strength? Yeah. Hallelujah. So don't forget Psalms 138 says, when I called, he answered me. And he made me bold and stout hearted. <laughs> Hallelujah. Psalm 6, Psalm 16, 8 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Psalm 62 says, my soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Psalms 112 says, praise the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in the Lord. Their hearts are steady and they will not be afraid. Psalms 91 says here, you who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Amen. Psalms 112 says, praise you the Lord. I'm about to read it again. Happy are those who fear the Lord. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in the Lord. Their hearts are steady. They will not be afraid. So, yes, hard times come. We've had hard times before. We get through this, we'll have hard times again. Hard times is not going to end until we leave this world. But no matter what hard times, he is always there to take us through them all. We're not promised an easy life. Christians before us didn't have an easy life. They had struggles. Paul had them. Oh, I mean, oh, my goodness, ever since time began, time was counted at the fall. Amen. It was, it was struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle. There's always been struggles and always will be struggles. Yeah. As I said before, you're either in one trial now or you're about to go into another trial. Yeah. Sicknesses, things will come, things will happen. But don't forget, His grace is sufficient. For his strength is made perfect in weakness. His healing is brought by sickness. His peace can come in the middle of fear and torment. Yes. Philippians 4 said, I know what is, is to be in need. And I know what is to have in plenty. And I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Yes. And I can do all things through him. Who strengthens me? Second Thessalonians 3 says, The Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Isaiah 40 says, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. 1 Peter 5 says, And the grace of God, which called you to this eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, steadfast. And settled. Hebrews 4 says, For we do not have a high priest who's un unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who, in every respect, has been tested as we are, yet without sin. So let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness, that we might receive mercy and find grace in the help in the time of need. He's our high priest. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 3, 31 says, Be strong, be bold, and have no fear or dread of them, because it's the Lord your God who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you. Don't fear nor be dismayed. In Paul's farewell address to Timothy, in 2 Timothy 4, I'm going to read from the Amplified. Some beautiful words written here in Paul speaking a lot of his distresses and things that he had went through. Listen to this. He, he said, I, this is to Timothy. He said, I charge you in the presence of God in Christ Jesus, who is the judge of the living and the dead. And by in the light of his coming and his kingdom, herald, preach the word. Yes. Keep your sense of urgency. 
Stand by, be at hand and ready. Whether the opportunity to be, seems to be favorable or unfavorable. <laughs> Amen. Whether it's a convenient or inconvenient. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome. You as a preacher of the word are to show people in what ways their lives are wrong. And to convince them, rebuke, correct, warn, urge, encourage them. Be unflagging and inexhaustible in patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not tolerate sound or wholesome instruction. But having ears itching for something pleasing or something gratifying. They will gather themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking. And to foster the errors they hold. And will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander into myths and man-made fictions. But as for you, be calm, cool, and steady. Accept and suffer unflinchingly every hardship. Do the work of an evangelist and fully perform all the duties of your ministry. For I am already about to be sacrificed. For my life is about to be poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my spirit's release from this body is at hand. And I will soon go home free. I have fought the good fight. The worthy, the honorable, the noble fight. I have finished the race. I have firmly held the faith as to what remains henceforth is laid up for me the victor's crown of righteousness for being right with God and doing right which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me and recompense me on that great day and not to me only, but also to all those who have loved and yearned for and welcomed his return. Make effort, effort now to come for Demas has the asserted me for the love of this present world. Luke along is with me and he goes on to talk about how Alexander the coppersmith did me great wrong but the Lord will pay him back for his actions. Beware of him yourself for he's opposed and resisted our message very strongly and exceedingly. At my first trial no one acted in my defense as my advocate or took my part or even stood with me but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them but in spite of of all of this, yes. hallelujah, in spite of all of this, the Lord stood with me. Hallelujah. And strengthen me. Amen. So that through me the gospel message might be fully proclaimed and that all the Gentiles might hear it. So I was delivered out of the jaws of the lion. And indeed the Lord will certainly deliver and draw me to himself out of from every assault of evil. He will preserve me and bring me safe into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory and forever. And ever, amen. In spite of all of our troubles, in spite of all what's going on, the Lord is standing with us. The Lord has stood up and he is standing for his people. Hallelujah. You may get the COVID-19, you may get cancer, you may get it, but the Lord is standing for you. And he's able yet now to deliver you. His healing is still here. His power is still the same. He's still holding right there the banner of faith. Yes, Believe all things are possible. He said in Psalms 56, 4, In God I will praise his word, for in God I have put my trust, and I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Yes. Hallelujah. Psalms 118 says, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Yes. Hebrews 13, 6 says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Hallelujah. And I'm going to leave you with this tonight. Isaiah 35 and verse 4. This swept through me so strongly today as I brought these scriptures and looked at them. My eyes fell upon them today. And the Lord said to speak this to you. Say unto them that are a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. 
Hallelujah, Brother Ron. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of a dumb sing and the wilderness of water shall break out and streams in the desert and the parched ground shall become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water in the habitations of dragons. Hallelujah. Where dragons once lay, the water's going to come forth. Amen. Where dragons once held the promises of God, they're not going to hold it no longer, but the promises are going to break forth. Where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and a way in it shall be called the way of holiness. And the unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those, the wayfaring man, though fools shall not err therein. No lion shall be there, no ravenous beast shall be their own, and it shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. The redeemed shall walk there and the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads and they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke it today. Amen. Say to these that are a fearful heart, be strong. Amen. Hold your peace. Don't let it go from you. Fear not these things. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Oh, glory to God. You may have been fearful. Don't worry. He's on the way. Amen. You may be sick. Don't worry. He's on the way. You may have doubts and scruples all in your mind. Don't worry. He's on the way. I say, God, right now, fall into every heart, fall into every home, fall into every life. Let fear right now be driven out in the name of Jesus Christ and let the peace of God remain. He will come and save you. You may get sick. He will come and save you. You may get bound and down and out. He will come and save you. And in that sorrow, he will replace it with joy and gladness. I just say, Lord, let all the sorrow and the sighing just flee away. Forgive us, Lord, where we've been worried and fretting. Forgive us, Lord, where we've been looking at the wrong things and our eyes have not been on the right promises of the promises of God. We hadn't been nursing from El Shaddai. But we've been drinking from Fox News or CNN or somewhere else, whatever, and all the things that's out there. But God, let us grab a promise and not let go. Say to the fearful heart, fear not. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there's many mansions. As we've heard, I'm not looking for a mansion of gold and decked out knobs and some big mansion somewhere sitting on a hill. I'm looking for a mansion that's about this tall, brown-headed, black-eyed, never known fear, dread, no more sickness to be had, no more old age to be had, no more fear, no more worry, no more doubts, no more mind battles, no more... Sickness to enter and decay to come. That's a mansion. In my father's house. There's many mansions. <laughs> he said, I told you this. That you can have peace. And he said, I told you in your presence. But even when I'm not here. I'm going to send my spirit. And he's going to lead you. And he's going to comfort you. And he's going to guide you. Right in the middle of sicknesses and plagues and things falling upon the earth and all kind of turmoil and tur things going on. I'm going to lead you. Listen, we're not led by man. We're led by God. And he said to the fearful heart, fear not. Don't fear. Rest in his promise. Let's bow our heads. 
I felt this as I just read these words today, just sweep over me. I feel it even now, just so well overwhelmed to the fearful heart. Maybe you had a fearful heart. Don't be afraid. He's right there by you. He's right there with you. It might look like you're surrounded. There's more with for you than there is against you. He's with you. He's got an answer to every fear. They got fears listed from A to Z. He's got an answer for every one of them. It's called the refuge. Jesus Christ. Run to him. Run to Jesus. He's the only thing that can take your burdens. He's the only thing that can lift that thing off of you. Maybe you've been of a fearful heart. I ask you right now just to kneel down on your knees and say, Lord, I, I want to surrender this to you right now. I want to surrender it. I've heard the word of God, the fearful heart. Don't be afraid. Quit looking at the winds and the waves. Quit looking at the waves and listening to the wind. Look to Jesus. That's the only cure for this snake bite. That's the only cure for this thing that's bit you. Is look to Jesus. Look and live. Look and live. I'm looking for that time of everlasting joy. Right now, I can have the peace of God in the middle of the storm. Don't forget He's in your boat. Don't forget He's right there with you. He said He would be even in you. Don't forget. Write this word down, Isaiah 35, 4. Be strong. Fear not. For your God will come with vengeance. Even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. Man's doing everything they can do. Trying to invent whatever they can invent. Provide whatever they can provide. Mercy ship's coming in. That's not the ship I'm looking for. I'm looking for the old gospel ship. That moment in the twinkling of the eye when all these things are going to just fade away. And that realm that's so real, even more real than this, becomes a reality. Fear not, little bride. He's with you. As you're praying, let me pray for, with you, Father. Lord, you see the troubled hearts. Lord, let not our heart be troubled. Let us believe you even now. In these moments, Lord, of trials and tribulations and worry and stress tries to come in. And Lord, Lord, what's going to happen here? You, Lord, I, I remember where you fed a prophet with a bird, a raven. You, you gave a, a barrel and a cruise of oil that never run out. You, you're, the, you're Jehovah Jireh. No, Lord, let us not forget who you are. Lord, bless these hearts. And Lord, right now, I stand against a spirit of fear that's trying to cloud over your people. You go back to hell where you came from. Let the Word of God arise in their hearts to believe all things are possible. And Lord, forgive their unbelief. I ask it in Jesus' name.
time. What a day that would be. See you one more time. Draw me near.